Hi everyone, my name is Cheryl Perry with Charlotte Smarty Pants, your resource for all things parenting in the QC. Welcome to our Charlotte Smarty Pants podcast powered by Shrink Tank, which brings you videos, podcasts, and articles that showcase psychology and mental health found in popular culture. Find out more at shrinktank.com and also on social media at Shrink Tank and on Twitter at Shrink underscore Tank. Uh, So happy summer, everybody. I'm really excited to have um, two Charlotte Country Day teachers with me today. Cato Nims is a fourth grade teacher and Anna Scott is a kindergarten teacher. Welcome, ladies. Thank Thank you. I'm sure you guys are really excited for summer. Um, Super excited. (laughs) Summer. (laughs) Um, So we are going to be talking a little bit about how to keep your kids reading over the summer. Um, first of all, just tell me from a teacher's perspective, how important is it for your kids to be reading over the summer? Well, as a fourth grade teacher, um, it, it really is so important. Um, when we hit the ground running, as when school starts, it you can tell the stamina. If a kid has been reading over the summer, you can hit the ground running and you aren't going to have to fight them in the classroom to mm-hmm. say, okay, get back to your reading. The stamina, I think, is really huge for the older kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would say from the kindergarten perspective, um, it, it, you know, I tell my children and my parents, it is like brushing your teeth. You have mm-hmm. to do it mm-hmm. every day. It is so important, especially at those young levels and the right. young readers. We work so hard to get them to the place where they are reading. And now we're just handing yeah. the baton, like keep it going yeah. for two months Please. and let's um, hit it hit it hard back in August because right. you can really see a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they, when you get the kindergartners, mm-hmm. do you have a pretty good mix of readers versus non-readers or... Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, you, they come into kindergarten at all different levels. Mm-hmm. I might have three or four that are pretty substantial readers, but the rest are, are really there to um, be molded and shaped, right. which is why I love teaching kindergarten because it is magical to teach a child to read. Yeah. And so to see them sort of come to life, it's great. But I think... Um, from the teacher perspective, you've worked tirelessly all mm-hmm. year to get them to that place where they're reading. And so in June, you're thinking, yes, we did it. They're at this level. They're amazing. And then they leave for the yeah. summer. And, then and we wishing. are just mm-hmm. keeping our yeah. fingers crossed that you're going to read every day. Because um, not only stamina, but just you see them progress. Children mm-hmm. that read over the summer actually gain levels and, and reading skills. And children that don't read, unfortunately, really are... Um, And you end up playing catch-up the rest of the year. That If you've got a kid who doesn't maintain over the summer, then, you know, you may see, like, here's where they ended in the grade before. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, things are going to be great. And then you check in and you're like, oh, um, we've fallen. fallen, And now we've got to close this gap that maybe wouldn't have been there if... Makes summer your job reading. a little bit harder. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It and, does. The, and the child's transition to the new grade a little bit tougher. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Or if they build up lots of reading confidence in the oh, year before, yes. mm-hmm. then they're coming in thinking, oh, all is well. And then, um, and it's not that things are not all as well. Right, but you, it can you, be fixed. It's right. just not quite as easy. Right, exactly. And they seem frustrated. I mean, especially older children. Exactly. They know, mm-hmm. gosh, this was so easy for me in right. the spring. I mean, they're aware. Exactly. Right. Now, I've got four kids, um, and... All of my kids are not 
they don't love reading, despite my love for reading. <laughs> and I swear I read them all books yes. every night. We trust they were you. Little, yes. yes, I promise. <laughs> but for whatever reason, and I think a lot of it has to do with, they, lo- they do love to be outside. Like, they would prefer to be outside playing yep. or, unfortunately, on their devices. Mm-hmm. So... from a mother's perspective, I would love some tips. Like when should they, should you try to get it done? Like you were saying, brush your teeth. Should Mm -hmm. you try to get it done in the morning before the hubbub of the pool or Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing for the summer day? Mm -hmm. Should you do it midday? Like just as a break from the heat, like what are your tips for making reading fun at home, but still getting it done? Right. Well, so I have a rising first grader and a rising third grader, and so it is a bit of a battle for us too. Uh-huh. You're competing. That makes with me feel out- so much better. Oh my goodness! Of course, <laughs> you're competing with outdoor times, swimming mm-hmm. pools, um, all those fun things. But um, I'm sure you do this at home in your house. But what I've said to them is, it is not an option, and mm-hmm. I will not change my mind. So it is an under- understood policy that we will read every day, and then I sort of involve them in it. Especially my rising third grader, I'll say to her, "Oh, look, you're going to the pool all afternoon. When are we going?" to do your reading and she's sort of gotten to the point where she'll say I'm gonna do it right now in the morning because I know I don't yeah. want to deal mm-hmm. with it now do you set a set amount of time that they need to read do you set a timer in your microwave like how uh-huh. do you do that I do set a timer so okay. we have the new cool thing in our household right now is Alexa we have that too oh, and okay. they love Alexa so that's fun for them they mm-hmm. set the Alexa timer and while my third grader is sort of reading more independently mm-hmm. I'm reading with my rising first grader and how long is this how so so I do set a timer for 30 minutes, which okay. I know is sort of an aggressive goal. I would no, say probably. I think that's great. I think that's great too. 20 minutes. Some people would do more for that kindergarten, first grade year, but I, they can do it for 30 minutes. And especially if you're reading with your younger reader side mm-hmm. by side, um, I'll read two pages. You read one page. When they mm-hmm. start to get tired, you read a book, then I'll read a book. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, anything you can do to, because they have the stamina, because they've done it in school. Right. right here. They're tricking you. Yes, they are. Here. I've got a rising first grade, and he's <laughs> yes. definitely tricking me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You'd say, I know you can do that. You have the stamina to play that Candy Crush game on your, on yes. your iPad. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have exactly. The stamina Yeah. (laughs) And I always say, too, use screen time to your advantage. There are some incredible reading apps um, like Raz Kids. Mm -hmm. My favorite is by Pioneer Valley. It's called um, Who Can Read Book Reader. And they, they have books at reading in different reading levels. So if you know your child is reading at the F level, then you have you know, 20 books right there at the F level, the right. perfect level, and it's on the iPad, so your children might think that's more fun. And that might be fun. a great way, like a little milestone to yes. say, get to G level or whatever the Absolutely. level is. So yeah. now for the older child, do you, um, like I've got a rising fourth grader, and he sort of likes the chapter books. Uh, he loves I call them book candy, the diary of a wimpy kid. Oh, yeah. Kind of cartoony mm-hmm. books. Captain on the First of all, how bad yeah. are those? <laughs> well, is it, is it really bad or should it's I not move him really out of bad? Um, it's I think for a lot of kids, it's a great hook into mm-hmm. reading. Right. I've seen a lot of kids with those graphic novels mm-hmm. um, get really excited about reading because that is those are funny and those are, you know, right. you aren't having to put it's forth a, a ton chore. of effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's a great. A great launching point. Um, so I wouldn't feel too guilty about some of those graphic okay, novel books. <laughs> um, I think for for the older kids, uh-huh. harnessing that technology in a creative way can really um, excite some of their reading interests. Like if they love um, making iMovies or mm-hmm. making like stop motion videos, right. use the books that they're reading as 
as topics for that, that if you want to play on your device for 30 minutes, then read for 30 minutes and then make a stop motion movie or they have all those trailers in iMovie that they can just plug in. And so that, I mean, for for the older kids, they that's a way to build in the technology, mm-hmm. but it's still connected to right. the reading to piece, reading. too. Right. And yeah. there's a little bit of creativity with it, which is Right, nice. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they can get siblings involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to need actors for right. movies. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's a they love doing that in the classroom. So mm-hmm. I can imagine that that would be something that they'd enjoy doing. Yeah, for sure. I, I um, in their idea. free time, too. Um, so for the older readers, do you use these same type of resources, the RAS and the um, the other website? Um, yeah, they um, they love tracking. Right. They're almost like Fitbit or yeah. things like that where they the older kids love tracking their progress and competing with other people. Right. Um, so any opportunity to, you know, use technology to track and graph what they're doing. Yeah. Um, even like... It, just on a poster board on the fridge. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Balancing out. If you're going to spend an hour outside, can uh-huh. you make your minutes inside reading match your outside yeah. time? Oh, um, and idea. competing with, I mean, they, they're so competitive at they that are. age. Right. Um, competing with their friends and making it social. That yeah. I mean, that can be huge as well. My rising sixth grader got a Kindle from my, it was my dad's Kindle mm-hmm. and he passed it down. And um, I was able to hook him up through the Amazon family. And oh, right. I realized that when you hook up, you like can. add family members, you can set goals on yep. your Kindle for minutes and number of books read. And also if you're a Prime member, there's so many free books. There I are. am terrible at remembering to return library books. <laughs> so when I go to the library, I just think you're going to lose this book. Right. So I love the idea of being able to get free books oh, on yes. Amazon and then it's right there on the Absolutely. Kindle. So and our right. Kindle isn't the one that has all the games, which helps that not help. get so Not a distraction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so at our school, we have a stop, drop, and read. Mm-hmm. Would you ever recommend doing that at home, or do you think that's just too, like, being spontaneous with it? Or do right. you think it's just not, you might not be consistent with it? So for me, I feel like that would not work with my family. Right. Only because I've tried it in summer's past, and then I forget to do it. <laughs> You're like, I score, mom forgot. Yeah, she forgot. I forget everything. If I came in and I was like, stop what you're doing, yeah. I'm going to read. I feel like they'd both They'd be whining. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't glaring. they do that with their teachers? I don't know. <laughs> um, I do think if as long as you've talked about when you're going to read that day that's mm-hmm. good as long as it's happening every day but I do tell parents you really have to up your game in the summer and make it so much fun so any incentives you can do we've we've had great success in my family with reading books that have become movies and you know, mm-hmm. think of yep. all the books that oh, are now yeah, movies that's a great one. so we'll read a book together as a family and then we have family movie night and watch the movie and compare what's different they love that and the other thing we've started doing is themed um, (laughs) reading parties. So like we had a camping theme night. um, And so we read camping with Mr. McGee and Curious George goes camping and Scaredy Squirrel goes camping. And we did s'mores and set up tents. And that was sort of fun when my kids were a little bit younger. So Mm -hmm. I think anything you can do like that to make it fun um, is going to go a long way. Now, what about the child who loves to read so much that you can't pull them away from the book? I have friends who have the opposite problem of me who they're go outside and play. Get (laughs) Get on your iPad. Like, just do something other than, you know. So what are your tips for kind of pulling a kid away from a book? 
it's or all, trying to yeah. promote activity instead. I find that kids who really enjoy reading also if you can get them into conversation they like talking about Mm -hmm. their care it becomes part of their family Mm -hmm. those characters and the books they're obsessed with um and often I feel like those kids love imaginative play mm-hmm. still, too, mm-hmm. even in the older mm-hmm. um, kids. Um, like having, along the lines of what Anna was just talking about, um, having like character parties where yeah. you can, mm-hmm. you know, having kids come over and, or, you know, host it outside at the pool or something like that, right. that you come dressed up as your favorite character from your book and have some sort of book club yeah almost like a book club and having them play the role of their favorite book characters that gets them outside of the book but they're still they're still connected to the book which is Mm -hmm. a good like touch point for those kinds of kids yeah that's a great idea um now as far as vacations go, my um, goal this year is to have my kids listening to some audiobooks. Mm-hmm. I love audiobooks yeah, myself because I'm such a multitasker. Um, and I would love some ideas for book titles. My kids are elementary school and middle school. What are some good books that the whole family will like? Like, I love Boxcar Children. I think that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah. um, but give me a couple of other titles that parents of kids with big age ranges, everybody would kind of like to listen to. Well, I was going to say, um, Little House on the Prairie books are Love so those. great because they have the teenage children uh-huh. and the younger children, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. deal with some sort of meaty topics when they're out on the range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so those are great books. Um, Harry Potter is obviously a, a sort of a crowd pleaser. It's becoming a classic. <laughs> yes, it is becoming a classic. Um, the Penderwicks, have you ever heard of I that? Heard of that. Yeah, yeah, the Penderwicks, they, same with the age range, and they're always getting themselves into mm-hmm. um, adventures. And <laughs> so, and they, there are a couple of those now. Um, or Sisters Grimm, have you ever heard of that series? I haven't series? heard of that one. It's, they, um, it's these two sisters who get caught up in fairy tale land. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, lots of adventure, but also characters that the little kids are going to recognize from right. fairy tales and yeah. such um and the adventure as well i think anything with adventure uh-huh. um is a good hook we'll for lots ages. of ages and parents i don't want to be bored right, right. yeah right. <laughs> and what about like magazines Do oh you think, I, yes i think my oldest son would love to kind of get hooked into some magazines just because it's a short you're reading but so is that still okay yes <laughs> of course, of reading course. Is reading. that's a great resource too mm-hmm. because there's a magazine for every interest so if mm-hmm. your son's into sports sports illustrated kids national geographic mm-hmm. um kids or american girl is a great one they have wonderful magazines and resources but there mm-hmm. there really isn't cooking magazines they're uh, magazines are great, yes. um, and I think for kids who you're going to have to fight with a little bit, it's immediately high interest because right. you can find something that they want to read about. Right. and it's short mm-hmm. pictures. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right, so bottom line, read. Yes, summer. no excuses. This no is no a plea excuses. from the teachers, the official plea. Please We're keep kids you. reading no matter what. So yes, Thank please, you guys please. so much for being of here. Of course. Um, Kato and Anna. Uh, sh- check out Charlotte Country Day for any summer camps. You guys have a lot of summer camps. Very true. Yes. For all ages. And I know um, there's a lot of fun ones this summer. So check them out for summer camp. And thanks again. And thanks for, thanks for listening. Us. Thank you so much. Happy summer. Yay. Yay.